The Productive Woman, Episode 355. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk about a simple way to manage your to-do list. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 355. This episode is brought to you by Anna Luisa, makers of beautiful jewelry crafted with care and produced in a sustainable carbon neutral process. They offset 100% of the carbon emissions for each piece's life cycle. And they're offering the Productive Woman listeners 10% off your order if you use my special URL, which is analuisa.com slash theproductivewoman. And Anna Luisa is spelled A-N-A. L-U-I-S-A. So that's analuisa.com slash the productive woman. I really enjoy browsing their website because they offer a great variety of really pretty, timeless pieces of jewelry with prices starting as low as $39. And there's always something new to see there because they release new collections each Friday. And they offer earrings, necklaces, bracelets, and rings and just so many pretty things. I've particularly enjoyed wearing their Lisa bracelet, which is a a really pretty delicate gold chain with a pretty heart charm that dangles at the end of its extender. It's very simple, very classy, I think, very tasteful, and it goes with everything. I like wearing it alone or stacked with my Apple Watch and a couple of other bracelets that I already own. It really does go with anything I want to wear. I also bought the Mama necklace, which is a really pretty golden chain with the word Mama uh, as a gift for my younger daughter to celebrate the birth of her first child a couple of weeks ago. And the 10% discount they're offering the Productive Woman listeners on top of their already reasonable prices makes their pretty well-made jewelry affordable for just about anybody. So I encourage you to treat yourself or someone you love to something from Amazon. Ana Luisa's collection. I can absolutely recommend them. They're a great brand making beautiful and sustainable jewelry. And to see it for yourself, visit analuisa.com slash the productive woman and enter the code the productive woman at the checkout to get that 10% off your order. That's a n a l u i s a dot com the productive woman and special discount code the productive woman. Let me know if you check it out and what pieces you buy. I'm I'm going to be looking to maybe get something else to add to my collection soon. Before we start with this week's topic, I wanted to just I touch base with you a little bit. First of all, I wanted to thank those of you who have responded to the survey I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. I really appreciate the feedback. It's giving me lots of ideas for the future of the podcast. So if you haven't yet done the survey, it doesn't take but just a, a couple of minutes, and I would love to hear from you as well. So you can go to theproductivewoman.com slash survey 2021 
to do that, you can fill it out online and click a button and it sends me the results anonymously, of course. Uh, There will also be a link to that in the show notes. So if you're driving or jogging or something and can't write that down, you can go to the show notes for this episode and you'll find the link for the survey. I also wanted to thank those of you who have reached out recently via email or the website contact form and other means with encouraging words to me. I I want you to know how much I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, It, it, you are why I do this podcast. And some of you have mentioned either in your survey response or in an email my comment a couple of weeks ago about the fact that I had been considering retiring the podcast. And, and I want to make sure that you know that it's not about the time or the work that's involved in producing the podcast. None of that bothers me as long as I feel like it's making a difference for you. I, I truly don't do this podcast just because I like to hear my own voice. I do it because I want to make a contribution. I want to help you make a life that matters as you define it. And when I wonder about whether it's time to retire, it's not because I, I don't think there's anything to say or that I'm tired of doing the work. It's not that at all. It's just sometimes I wonder whether I'm adding any value, whether I'm accomplishing uh, what I set out to do, which is to provide you, as I say every week, with the tools and encouragement that you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff. So you can accomplish those things that are important to you. So if I'm doing that, even for just one of you, then that's, that's enough for me. That's why I do it. And so for those of you who have reached out to encourage me, I want you to know I appreciate it. And uh, you mean the world to me, really. And on that point, I wanted to also mention that the first ever Productive Woman Planning Retreat that I mentioned also a couple of weeks ago actually filled up within the first week that it was out there. And there are a couple of women on a waiting list. Uh, So if you were thinking of participating, you thought it might be something you'd be interested in, but you haven't reached out. Um, shoot me an email and let me know because I am considering if there is enough interest uh, scheduling a second retreat this fall. And for those of you who don't uh, didn't hear that episode, because I think I only mentioned it on one, I am hosting a planning retreat this fall in October here at my home in North Texas for no more than five women. Um, that's all the beds I have uh, in, in our guest rooms, because this is just my house. It's not a, you know, it's not a hotel or anything. We're going to do it here in my home. And it'll be a time, a long weekend, a, a time to um, kind of spend some time together and separately Uh, making plans, thinking about what we want to accomplish each of us in the coming year. So it's a planning retreat. It's not a seminar. It's not a, you know, something, a conference or anything like that. It literally is going to be a guided retreat. And so if that sounds like something you're interested in and you didn't sign up before, uh, just um, there's a 
I'll put the link in the show notes for this too. I forget what the, what the URL is, but if you go to the show notes, there'll be a link there to the, the little application interest form that you can fill out. It just takes a minute uh, to let me know that you're interested in getting more information. It doesn't, that doesn't obligate you to anything. It, there is a, a very minimal cost involved in this because just uh, I, to cover the cost of food and supplies, but it's very, very minimal. Uh, so let me know if you're interested and we'll see if we have a, a group, enough of a group to uh, put together a second retreat and we'll see if we can get that on the schedule. All right, so let's get into the topic for this episode, which is our to-do lists, all the things that we have to do. A lot of us struggle at times to stay on top of all those things we need and want to do. And you know, I've been thinking about that a lot. Some of this comes from the fact that most of us wear more than one hat. Most of us have more than one role we're filling, and we have plenty of things to do in each of those roles that are important to us. And as we've discussed to-do lists a couple of different times, and as we discussed way back in episode 215, which was Task Management 101, we face a couple of types of challenges in managing our to-dos. The first one is just keeping track of it all, because as women, we not only have our own tasks to take care of, but often we are trying to keep track of things that other people that we care about need to do, whether it's family members or, uh, you know, our direct reports at work or that sort of thing. Um, we, we have to make sure the most important things get done as we juggle multiple roles for ha- family, home, a job or career, maybe a side hustle, volunteer projects, social activities, hobbies and interests and self-care. There's just a lot of stuff uh, on our plates and that can be a challenge for managing it all. And the second ch- type of challenge is that we often take on too much. We you know, what, in whatever role, we often have unrealistic expectations of ourselves, an unrealistic understanding of what we can do in the time we have available, and an unrealistic idea of how long individual tasks take. And as a result, we can get overwhelmed. We talked in episode 215 about kind of the fundamentals of effective task management. And I will put a link to that episode in the show notes. So if you want more depth there uh, on these topics, you can look there and, and we'll have a couple of other episodes linked as well that we've talked about this in the past. But I thought it would be a good time to kind of review very quickly those fundamentals. And again, you can check with uh, go back and listen to episode 215 for the details. And so the fundamentals of effective task management, managing our to-dos is first of all, building the right habits because anything that's habitual uses a different part of our brain, which leaves space for creative thinking in, in that part of our brain. And so it's important to develop good habits of task management. The second key fundamental is understanding those key concepts of task management. And that's basically distinguishing between tasks and projects. And we've talked about this before, basically that a task is something that can be done in one segment of time in one location with one set of tools, whereas a project requires usually more than one step, more than one segment of time, and more than one session of work. And your to-do list on a daily basis should have only tasks, which might or might not be organized by projects. You can get more information about this piece of it is by going back to episode 130 
uh, which is called what's on your to do list. And we go into more depth on this, the difference between tasks and projects, and how it's important to formulate the tasks well in your system in order to be able to get them done. And the third fundamental of effective task management is understanding and applying the basics of uh, David Allen's GTD approach. Uh, this is based on David Allen's teachings in his book, Getting Things Done. And according to him, and I believe this myself as well, the basic components of a high-functioning task management system are capture, process, do, and review. And so capturing is having a place to put everything you need to do and getting it off of your mind. And it's important to make it easy to do that. And that's what we're going to talk about more in this episode. And it's also important to be consistent in always uh, capturing your to-dos in that system. The second step is processing it, going through those things that you've captured and figuring out where do they belong? Does this belong on my calendar? Does this belong on a to-do list? Does, is this something that should be filed as an archive or what? Um, and so there's a whole set of suggestions for uh, establishing this process or this, this processing time for your, the things you've captured. The third step is to do those things. And in order to get action taken on the things that are on your list, you've got to make sure you look at it, you schedule those things. There's lots of ways that we can uh, be more effective in getting those things done. We talk about some of the, that again in episode 215. So you can go there and look at that. And the fourth step that David Allen talks about is the review process. This is that key element of um, effective task management, because it, even if you've captured and processed your to-do list, if you never look at it again, you're not going to get to the do step because you won't remember. And so uh, those are kind of, that's a quick and dirty highlight or review of the, the key elements of an effective task management process. The main thing I think is as, as we think about getting the things done that we need and want to do and being effective in the way we manage our to-dos and, and work our way through them, I think the, the first step, really, the most important thing is to rethink how we define a productive day. It's not about getting the most things done, but getting the most important things done. And only you can decide of all the things that you could be doing with your time, what's the most important, what's going to make the biggest difference for you and those you love. And so what I wanted to talk about, you know, quickly, I think, uh, and I should say this is probably going to be maybe a little bit shorter episode, because I want you to have time to kind of process this and, and put it into effect. Uh, so we're going to talk about setting up just the simplest possible system for getting on top of your to-dos. Last week, I think we talked about what do you do if, you know, you've kind of let things fall apart, uh, as we've all done at various times for various reasons. Uh, life gets kind of out of control. And we talked about some things we can do there. Well, one of those things is getting on top of all the things we need to be doing. If we're walking around with that hanging over our head, and stuck in our head, uh, it's hard to be creative, it's hard to be even happy. And so having a system, the, the, the simplest possible system to get on top of our to-dos is, 
going to take us a long way toward getting our lives under control and feeling like, you know, we're being effective and productive in the way that we want to be. And so there are lots of ways we could do this, but I'm going to talk about just a very simple system that I offer to you as something maybe to get you started if you're in that position of needing to and wanting to get things back under control. And so the quickest way to get on top of your to-dos is to keep it very simple and just start with a notepad or notebook and a pen. Apps are awesome. I love apps. You know, I talk about the tech that I enjoy and they are particularly handy if you move around a lot. But if the objective is to get immediate results, you can't beat paper and pen. It's readily and immediately available. There's no learning curve. You don't have to install it. You just pick it up and you sit down and you start writing. And so the system that I'm recommending for you now. And again, if you already have a system in place that's working for you, then I'm not suggesting you change it. But if you're looking for a way to get started, to get your to-dos under control, this is what I'm recommending, that you just start with paper and pen. And it can be any paper and pen. I mean, you know, Target and various stationery stores, Office Depot and probably Walmart have lots of different kinds of like pad to do pads and that sort of thing. If you want to get one of those, that's fine. But if that's uh, waiting to get that is going to delay you getting started on making progress, then I would say, you know, do that later, put it on your list to do later. But for now, just go find a piece of paper and a pencil. Or if you've got a simple spiral notebook, you know, from your kid's school or something like that, just sit down with that and use that as your tool for now. And this system has two very simple components. And this can work for personal or for work related to do. So you can do this at home for your household and personal things. You can do this at work uh, for your work related to do's. And the two components are the mind dump and the daily to do list. So the mind dump is just what it sounds like. This is something you use when you're feeling like things are out of control. And it's your the the purpose of it is to get everything out of your head out on out where you can look at it. And so you get your notebook, your fresh sheet of paper, whatever you're going to use and a pen and sit down somewhere and set a timer for, you know, 10 minutes or whatever, and just write down everything that's on your mind. Don't worry about organizing it or differentiating between tasks and projects like I was talking about a minute ago. We can deal with that later. The purpose of this is just to get it all out of your head onto paper where you can look at it and uh, rationally and decide what to do about it. So the mind dump is really a key component to sort of getting some peace of mind and and starting to feel like you're getting things under control. Uh, So again, set a timer if you want to, but the point is to just write down everything that's on your mind, every, everything you, that's bugging you, everything you think you need to do, everything that's been forgotten, everything you want to remember, whatever's in your head, get it on paper 
And then when you're done with this, I would say take a couple minutes to scan through and anything on it that is an appointment, for instance, or, or some other kind of day specific event or activity, take a minute and transfer that to your calendar. That's not going on your to-do list. Maybe some of the preparation for that will go on your to-do list, but take this opportunity to make sure that any time day and time specific event or activity is immediately put onto your calendar, whether that's a digital calendar or paper calendar, it doesn't matter, but get it on there now. Uh, and so now you've got this list and it may be long and it may feel overwhelming uh, because you've dumped everything out of your head onto paper. And we talked last week, I think about, you know, you can sort through those things and cross things off, decide you're not going to do things, whatever. Uh, but the point is you've gotten it out of your head where you can start to do something with it. So that's the first component of this system, the mind dump or the, the brain dump or whatever you want to call it. The second component is that daily to-do list. And this is just what it sounds like. It's a list of what you're going to do on a specific day. Uh, and it's pulled from the mind dump page, but you do it on a clean piece of paper. Because if you're like me looking at that long list of things that you've just kind of spewed onto the paper can be overwhelming and almost paralyzing. And that's not the point. So you take out a new piece of paper or turn to a new clean page in your notebook, if that's what you're using. And on on your daily list, this is your list for if you're doing it the night before, this is your list for tomorrow. If you're doing this first thing in the morning, this is your list of the things you're going to do today. And it's going to have three sections. At the top, you're going to write your one thing, the one thing that's going to make the biggest difference. The one thing, if you can't get anything else done on this day, this is going to get done. Some people call this your frog from the book, Eat That Frog. Um, the idea that if, if you have to eat a frog and you do it first thing in the morning, then the worst thing you have to do that day is done. And, and it's all kind of a, an easier slog from that point. So what is the most important thing that's got to get done? Is it that phone call you've been putting off? Or I don't know, you know, cleaning out the refrigerator or whatever, you know, what the email you need to write the, the errand you need to run, whatever that thing is, you know what it is, write it down at the top of your list. And that's the thing that's going to get done first on that day. The second section is going to be your top three, three or four, maybe five, depending on how time consuming each of them is, but your must do tasks, your MITs, your most important tasks, those go in the next section. These are no more than five at the most, but I'd say three to four go in here. It, remember, if everything is important, nothing's important. So take a minute and decide, make that executive decision of, of all these things on this, you know, this brain up list for what am I going to do tomorrow? That's all I'm talking about now. All the other stuff we'll deal with in due course, but the, your daily list is the, the key tool that you're going to look at throughout the day to make sure you're getting the most important things done. So you don't need to have a big long list for the day. You need to have the things that are important and nobody can tell you what those are. You know, 
look at the list, you've put your one thing, the most important thing that's got to get done first, that it, this is the thing that if nothing else gets done, but this, I will have had a productive day. Write that down. Second section is the three to four MITs, most important tasks that really must get done that day. And you're going to write those down. They don't need to be in any particular order. Just write them down. You're pulling them off your, your brain dump list and putting them in here. And then the third section at the bottom is what I call the nice to do section. These are things that you'd like to get done if you have time and energy to do so, but they're, they come after the one thing and your top three to four MITs. So if there are these you're just putting on here, these are kind of tentative, maybe put them in pencil or a light, a different color of ink or something. Uh, these are things that you'll do after you finish those primary things, if you have time and energy available for more. And that's all you're going to put on the list. And as I said, you can do this on a, you know, on a, a neat to-do list pad, if you've got one around, or you can just do it in an inexpensive spiral notebook or any other notebook or notepad or just a clean sheet of paper. But this is separate from your brain dump. Just put the brain dump behind it and, you know, put it on a clipboard if you've got one so you can have it handy. But this is your list for the day. Uh, it doesn't need to be on any sort of fancy system, just whatever you've got. Uh, but if you want something, you know, to start with, I have created a very simple printable to-do list template for that daily to-do list. I'll put a link for that in the show notes. You can download it. There's no charge or anything. Um, it's, it's nothing fancy. It's just kind of set up the way I just described with your one thing up at the top, your top three to four MITs. And then a nice to do section for just a few other things. Keep it, don't fill in any more blanks than what I've got on this, this template. Because remember, we're redefining a productive day as not about the number of things that we get done, but whether we got the most important things done for that day. So that's the simple system. Nothing earth shattering or groundbreaking here, but this is what I do when things have gotten out of control and I'm trying to stay on top of stuff. I do the brain dump, get everything out of my head so I can quit worrying about forgetting anything. I've got it written down. Here it is. I can look at it anytime I want to. And then on a separate page, I list my, my one thing, my top three or four MITs. And then if there's any other things I'd like to get done that day, if I can, but those things, uh, you know, those are optional only if you have the time and the energy available to do them. That's the system, uh, implementing it. Just a couple of tips, I guess I would say, first of all, do that mind dump whenever you feel the need, you can do a new one, get out a new piece of paper and set the timer if you want to, and just empty whatever's in your head onto paper, do it whenever you're starting to feel out of control or distracted or any of that. Clearing your mind is so important to being able to actually then turn to getting the stuff done. And on that big mind dump paper, you can cross things off as they get done or as you decide not to do them, because that's a legitimate choice as well. But do, do that mind dump a new one whenever you feel the need to do so. 
Um, second tip would be to set up your daily list the night before if you can. So you can go to bed with a clear mind. Um, I encourage you to do that. I try, for instance, for my work to do list. I work from home, as you know, uh, but I have an office here at home where I work. And before I leave it, at the end of a workday, I do my to-do list for the next day so that it's sitting there when I come and sit down at my desk. I don't have to think about where I'm going to start because I thought about it the night before. I, and I encourage you to do that for per, you know your personal things or for your work to-do list. Set it up the night before if you can. That allows you to go to bed with that clear mind and not lie, lie there thinking, oh, I got to remember to do this thing or that thing. Uh, but as an alternative, if your evenings are really full and crazy, uh, do this list as part of your morning routine. So if you have a morning routine where you sit down with your coffee or tea or whatever, and, and you know, maybe read something inspiring and all that, you could set up your daily list at that time. It shouldn't take a lot of time. You're not going to agonize over all the things on the long list, on the mind dump list. You're going to very quickly make those decisions. Go with your gut there on what your what is your one thing and what are your top three or four, maybe five MITs, etc. And get that list written down. Don't spend more than a couple minutes on it because then you want to get to work. The third tip I would suggest in implementing this system is to be realistic as you put your daily list together. If you didn't sleep well, or you were up in the night with kids, or you've been sick, or you know, you've got PMS or whatever, this is not the day to choose some really big challenging thing for your one thing. As you put your list for the day together, choose something that is achievable for you, given your energy level, your circumstances, etc. Now, I would say, if this is your situation every day that you're not sleeping at night or you're, you're not, you know, you don't have energy, uh, the energy level to do the things that are important to you, then I would say, encourage you to put some thought into some changes in your life that will help you feel stronger and more energetic more often, whether that's whatever you need to do to get better sleep or better nutrition, drink more water all those things that we've talked about in the past. But, you know, be aware of that. It happens to all of us some days that we need to maybe go a little easier on ourselves. But if that's your case every day, then let's, you know, let's give some thought to what we can do to improve our energy level and our motivation on a day-to-day -day basis. The fourth tip in implementing this very simple system is to do your one thing first, no matter what. As soon as you finish your morning routine, get that one thing done. Make that heinous phone call that you need to make. Send that complicated email that needs to go. Get that you know report written or get that refrigerator cleaned out or whatever whatever it is that your one thing you identified. Do it first, no matter what. What you get from that is the satisfaction that of getting something important checked off first thing in the day, which can motivate you, you know, you start to develop momentum. Uh, so get that thing done first, then move to your MITs before you do any other things that you need to, you know, that may be on the list. And the fifth tip as far as implementing this is be consistent. So make a, a commitment to yourself that you're going to do this daily for at least the next three weeks. Uh, whether no, no matter how you feel, 
you're going to do this list every day for the next three weeks. This goes, there's two things. It takes a little while to establish a habit in our lives. And as we talked about earlier, anything that's habitual takes less energy, mental and physical, than things that are new and novel and that we have to think about. So give yourself the gift of consistency and, and of the commitment to doing this every day for at least the next three weeks and see how you feel about it at the end of that period of time. See if you need to tweak it a little bit, but just follow this system or whatever system you have chosen for yourself. So those are my thoughts on this. What do you think? What are your best tips for managing your to-do list? I, I know we would all love to hear them. We can all share ideas with each other, encourage each other to you know, to accomplish the most important things as a step toward making a life that matters as each of us defines it for herself. Uh, So I'd love to hear from you on that. You can share your tips or your questions or thoughts about this topic in the comment section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 355. That is also where you'll find, remember, the link for the survey that I talked about, uh, also a link for the retreat. If you're it's some, the planning retreat, if that's something you're interested in, uh, but there's a comment section there at the bottom where you can post your, your thoughts about this. You can also post a comment or question on the productive woman, Facebook page, or in the productive woman community, Facebook group. If you're a member there. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, I love to hear from you. So you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I'll look forward to hearing from you. Uh, I think that's it. Remember our sponsor for this episode, Ana Luisa. Go treat yourself or your loved ones to some beautiful jewelry by using my uh, special URL, analuisa.com, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A.com slash The Productive Woman and uh, see what's in their collection that might be just right for you or a gift for someone you love. And remember to use my code, The Productive Woman, all one word, to get 10% off your purchase. I recommend them highly. They're making that this beautiful, sustainable jewelry. And you can check it out at analuisa.com slash The Productive Woman. And the code is The Productive Woman. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman Podcast. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you felt like it was a good use of your time and you found something that's helpful or encouraging to you. I do look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.